Uh, <laughs> hi, Chels. Hi. So, so Chels, <laughs> to prepare for our comeback, I listened yes. to the first six or seven episodes and the very last two episodes. It's impressive. That's commitment. It is commitment. I was also listening to it on two times speed, which was funny. But I am going to take a clip and I'm going to insert it somewhere around here of something you said in the very last episode, which was basically, hey, we might take a week off, but we'll be back right after that. And and me going, I think it's going to be longer than that. And I'm going to take this and put it in here. And this is just You're gonna... making this sound like this is on me. No, no, a no. A good part of this is on you. Hold on a second. Okay, so let's... let's... I think we're going to get into a little bit of just a little bit of a catch up, but I, I don't want to go too far into it because I don't want to like that information will come out over time as we're talking about different topics of everything that's been going on. The lately part definitely been because of me, right? Uh, so I moved from Washington, from Houston to Washington about a year ago, uh, new job, new, uh, same company, but new, uh, schedule, all these things make it very, very difficult to me. I finally got everything set back up. We're finally going to make sure we can make it work. All these things. I've been missing doing this with you, even though we still talk a bit. So yes, it's not all my fault, but you just said it's not all your fault. No, it's not all. <laughs> it says it's not all my fault. Well, yeah, okay. it's not, it's not it's, all your fault. It's partly my fault, but it's yes, also, I knew, I knew that when your second baby came along, that you would end up too busy and you were. Oh man. My second baby though, like let's just talk about that for a second. Like sure. Link was just this dream child, as I've mentioned. And like I think we all see our kids a little bit through rose colored glasses. Like our kids can do no wrong. I try my best to not be that parent. Like I really want to go like, hey, my kid's an asshole today. And like I can see that without like you being the parent. You said that to me today about your daughter. She can be an asshole. Link isn't usually an asshole, but he can definitely be an asshole. Like, they, they can both be assholes. But Ellie, oh, my sweet Ellie, she she was a hard baby. <laughs> she, so Sean and I, and we've talked about it a lot on the show, like, we always said we were having three kids, and, like, Ellie came along, and Sean was like, I'm done. Which is funny, because, like, I mean, I was the one up with her the most. But, I mean, he's got to deal with me being exhausted as well, but... Yeah, Ellie was up every hour, every hour to two hours for the first, like, six months of her life. And then, you know, and then Link's up at six and I have to parent. Like, I can't just, like, when Link had a bad night, it was like, well, now he's napping at 10 a.m. I can nap because, A, I'm on maternity leave, which means I'm getting paid to be a parent. And, B, I don't have another kid to tend to, so I can sleep when the baby sleeps sometimes. No, not Ellie. Yeah, no, it, it's not it the same. It was a rough go. It's not the same with the second kid. Your, your hands are twice as full. And I had a feeling that was going to be the case. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, remember, I remember, you know, messaging you. Because just because the show has been on a year-plus hiatus doesn't mean that you and I haven't talked in a year-plus, right? Yeah. Obviously. Um. But yeah, I, God, I remember John, you've aged in that year and a half. I know I, but I look just as good. Uh, <laughs> I was listening to, I was listening back to those last episodes before we dive back into how crazy your world has been. Cause I, I, I remember this and I have to say it. We, we were talking about, I think it was the very last episode or second to last episode. We were, we were talking about hugging. 
So we we talked about how if you and I ever met up, we would hug, right? We're talking about the whole episode on hugging. It's like, yes, if you and I met up, we are going to give each other a hug. And the, the debate, not the debate, but the question was, you know, if Sean's there, would I end up hugging Sean, right? Would Sean automatically go for it, whatever? So in the last year and a half, I have met up with you and I have met up with Sean separate occasions. Like y'all weren't at the same place at the same oh, time yeah. when I met up with you guys. That's crazy. Yep. So when I met up with you, you know, it was me and my family, <laughs> you and your kids, just everyone minus Sean. Uh, and we met up. We hugged. Of course we did. Right. It's what was going to happen. Well, you had made the comment, though, that if Sean was there, then if I hugged you, then he would just assume the next thing would be. I would hug him or he would hug me, whatever, right? That was like okay. the assumption. Right. So I met up with Sean separately though. And you better bet we gave a hug. Sean's a hugger. He he is a hugger. This, this doesn't surprise me. Sean Sean is a hugger. I'm a hugger generally, but I, I feel my audience, sometimes you just know like that person doesn't want to hug me because I don't want that awkward, like I want to hug you, but you're not going to reciprocate that hug. And then it's just uncomfortable for all parties. I, I figure. I figure as the show goes along, and we get back into the groove, uh, we we will we the listener will be caught up on how our lives have changed over the last year and a half and how they continue to move on. So I don't know if we want to dive too too far deep into it. The biggest things are Sean has a new job, and you two have another yes. kid. Yes. On my end, I live in a different state. I have a new type of job with lots of travel and my wife is not working full time yet. So if you haven't noticed, this is apparently Colin, a parenting podcast. I'm Johnny Casino. She's Chelsea Capri. Uh, and like I said, we're back, we're back, we're back. And hopefully, hopefully, hopefully we will be able to keep this consistent. Uh, we're hoping to have some buffer episodes thrown in in case we miss a week. Um, we're going to do the best we can. Chelsea, you were freaking out earlier today. I'm say, probably going to cry this episode. That's okay. Like, what a way to get back into things. So, so you see, there are times when we talk and you're like, I'm upset about this. And I could be like, okay, she's just bothered by whatever. And then there's times when we talk and you're like, I'm really upset about this. And I'm like, oh, this is wrecking her. This seemed like one of those things. It's like I'm literally losing sleep over this. And I don't, now that I'm a parent, I don't generally lose sleep over much. Okay. <laughs> sleep sleep is very precious. As you know, if, if you're listening to this, you're probably a parent. And you probably know that, like, you don't get a lot of sleep all the time. So to lose sleep over something. So what is it you're losing sleep over, Chels? So my kid's in preschool, as you know. Lincoln, Link is in preschool. We put him in a year early because he was just showing a lot of signs that he was ready. And he's just, he loves to learn. And I really wanted him to have that in his life. Also, like, socially, we do a lot of activities with him, but <coughs> not activities where he's, like, playing with other kids like he is playing like in swim lessons he's with other kids but they're not necessarily really interacting yeah and then in music class like he's with other kids in a group but again they're not like interacting with the other kids kind of like one-on-one -on -one or in a group anyway so we found a school that would take him a year early 
And as soon as I met the director, she was a little abrupt. But I'm a little abrupt, so I, I was I was okay with that. Because I know that some people I can rub the wrong way, and I definitely do not mean to. That's just that's just how I am. That's just how I deliver my messages sometimes. And sometimes I try and put like the little airy fairy stuff on it. But in general, like this is me. Sure. And I'm not gonna sit there and fluff up for people <laughs> and fake myself out. Is is that like a peacock reference? Yeah, I don't wanna be fluffy, you know? Okay. I'm not a fluffy fake person. And if you don't like that, that's totally okay. So that's kind of how I picture this teacher is like, she's all about the kids. And I'm sure she's an older lady, like I would say in her 50s. I'm sure she's dealt with parents so much that you just get cold to them. Because I can't imagine parents are easy to deal with, especially with three to five year olds. Sure, sure. So the school is amazing. It's very... Um, it's very clean. It's very up to date. It's like they have this huge Tyrannosaurus Rex, like fossil dinosaur thing in their room. Like it's probably like seven or eight feet tall. Like they have a lot. It's it's a great school. Link comes home from school, and the first person he talks about is Miss Cheryl, this teacher that's a little bit. I wouldn't even say abrasive, but let's say abrasive. Sure, she's abrasive. Obviously, he doesn't have a problem with her because he talks about her nonstop. And that's all I care about. I can have a problem with her. If Link doesn't have a problem with her, that makes everything peachy. I try and be the very hands-off parent. When I drop him off, I just drop him off. I give him a kiss goodbye and I leave. When I pick him up, I don't, like, nag them about what they did. I just pick him up and we go on our way. like to think I'm a pretty easy parent there. <laughs> so that's the backstory. So I picked him up from school. He goes Tuesdays and Thursdays. I pick him up from school on a Tuesday. Yeah. And one of the teachers says, so he, oh, so he was potty trained. Oh yeah. That's something that's just, happened. I guess the we last... haven't talked about that. So we yeah. can get into that another time, but he has been potty trained. He's, he was easy to do. He uses the potty great. One thing when he uses the potty is he's often, um, firm as the one teacher called it. So the P often goes upwards. Sean and I have not really thought much about this. We just kind of help him push his penis down. Often we have to push it down because he's just the most distracted kid in the world. And so, like, whatever. It is what it is. We've we've really not put a lot of thought into it other than it's, like, this small inconvenience in our life. So when I pick him up from school on a Tuesday, the one teacher looks at me and says, like, oh, he's wearing different pants because he peed on himself while he was going to the bathroom. To which I kind of laughed and went, like, oh, yeah, like, we know all about that. No worries. Like, I'm not upset if that's what you're worried about. Like, that's fine. Yeah. Nothing more was said to me other than that. Then I drop him off on Thursday and Miss Cheryl tells me they're going to... She tells me, doesn't ask me. I walk in. The first thing she says is, okay, we're going to have Lincoln stand to pee. And it really caught me off guard because, like, we don't really want Lincoln to stand to pee. Just because... I, from what I hear, it can be a little messy. And yes, right now things are a little messy, but like hopefully that's a short-term thing. Also, he's tiny. He, he, like we have these toilets that I can't touch the ground on. Like when I sit in my bathroom on like my master bath, like on the toilet, I'm on my tippy toes. Wait, so is? I know y'all have a little potty. Yes. I, I, I may or may not have like seen a. <laughs> been, There's been many I, pictures of him on his little potty. Yeah, I'm sure. 
Yeah. Um, does he also use a regular potty with like a seat thing so on like, it? Uh, it, no seat things. So, like, at school, they use, like, as far as I know, like, normal size potties. At home, he usually uses the little potty because I have Ellie. So, yeah. our big potty is down some steps into our laundry room. And so, like, if he has to go real fast, I have to undo the baby gate, take him down, redo the baby gate, take him to the potty, put him on the potty. But also now Ellie can get under that baby gate and she's fallen down the steps once already. Oh, God. So it's just a thing where the little potty where I can be sitting on the floor next to Ellie and him is just easier. Okay, so the the next question, because I, I had a thought when we were talking about this one time. When he's sitting on a full-size toilet, yeah. I'm going to start calling it a toilet instead of a potty because I... <laughs> After saying potty that many times, it felt a little silly. You know you're a parent when you don't even realize you're saying potty over toilet, so. Yeah, so when he sits on the toilet, does he use both hands to, yes. like, support himself? Yes. Okay. C- could so, he could he free up one of those hands? Or would he just fall in like my little um, brother did when he, he was young? He probably could. So, okay. So the whole thing with this is, and I feel like... So I feel like on Tuesday, they should have made it sound like there was an issue. They basically just made it seem like he peed on his pants. And that was like the him having to change pants. They felt bad for me yeah. or like just wanted to like clear up why he was wearing different pants. Because I sent him with a couple of outfits in his backpack, like in case something happens. Yeah. They by by no means made it seem like there's been an ongoing issue with him peeing everywhere. So I didn't even know this was a thing. So then when I dropped him off on Thursday and they said, look... He maybe you didn't know this or maybe you did, but like when he pees, it goes everywhere and he just doesn't seem very aware about it. So we're going to make him stand because one of the teachers got peed on. Okay, so I don't want people to get peed on like in general, (laughs) you know, you don't want to get puked, pooped or peed on when you're at work. Sure. However, when you're in preschool, if you're a preschool teacher, just like I'm a newborn photographer, I don't want to get shit on at my job. But, but it happens. And how? I never make the parent or the baby. I mean, not that the, the two-day-old baby would care. But, like, I don't make anyone feel bad about it. I laugh it off. I make sure the parents know it's normal. It happens all the time. Even though it doesn't happen all the time. I would say I get pooped on, I don't know, five times a year. And I do, like, 40 newborn sessions. Like, it's not a common thing. But it's common enough that I make sure the parents aren't embarrassed about it. Sure, sure. Yes, in preschool, like, the kids are a little older, but you're still dealing with, like, generally three to five-year-olds. Like, chances are kids have accidents, kids puke. If I was a preschool teacher, I would most definitely be bringing a change of clothes to work, but maybe that's just me being overprepared. I don't know. So I'm not going to feel bad that my, like, I don't like that he peed on a teacher. Like, he didn't do it intentionally. She just happened to be in the line of fire. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if he whipped out his penis and started peeing on a teacher, yes, there's a major issue here. We have a problem. Or, or you just, you know, maybe have a kid that just tired of that teacher's shit. I mean, maybe I am, and maybe I encourage it. I don't know. But in this case, that wasn't what Chelsea, happened. Chelsea, do not start peeing on the teachers. I mean, that should maybe be the name of the show. <laughs> so, she kind of backed me in a corner where they're like, this is what's going to happen. And... I don't do well in confrontation when I'm not prepared for it, which I mean, most of confrontation you're generally not prepared for. Sure, sure. But I mostly just clam up and I I listen and I don't really say much. And I just went, well, we don't really like the idea of him standing to pee, but like, I guess if that's what you guys have to do. 
So then I went home after I dropped him off and I felt just crappy. I probably called or messaged you about it. And then I stewed about it all day. Yeah. And the more I thought about it, the more I was upset about the fact that like nothing was said to me on the Tuesday when I picked him up. And I was just kind of like, oh, this is what we're going to do with your son, even though I'm the parent and you guys have him two half days a week. And I'm just supposed to like accept that that's what we're supposed to do at home. Also, he's very newly potty trained. I really didn't want to add any like extra things to potty training. Sure. So when I picked him up, I told them like I wasn't sh- I I don't know how I feel about him standing, but like we could figure it out or whatever. Or you know what? Maybe I didn't say anything when I picked him up. I think I asked them how it went. That's right. I asked them how it went and they said, "Oh, really good. He didn't go to the bathroom today." I'm like, "Hmm." That's My two and a half year old went four hours without peeing because you were trying to make him stand to pee, which he didn't understand. Well, and I, I think when you told me that, I was a little confused. So I just want to make sure that I'm, it's clear to me now. They took him, stood him up there, and then he just yes. did not go. That's correct. So okay. they told him, like, you're going to pee standing up. And, like, he doesn't know that, like, that's... Like, yeah. How does he know that that's mean? what he's supposed to be doing? Right. When he's like, in that and position? I don't think he's got enough control over things just yet to know, like, okay, now I can let myself. Or, like, I think when he sits down and he relaxes and he knows, like, this is what my body's supposed to do. Yeah. So of course he peed on the way home. He he peed his pants on the way home. Shocking because he didn't go all day. Yeah. And that whole day, like, so he doesn't love the potty. That there's definitely been no like. Yay, potty time. But, like, he generally doesn't fight it. That whole day, no potty, no potty, mommy, no potty. He had three accidents that day. And he's had, like, three accidents this whole process. And it's been, like, four or five months. So, of course, I'm like, okay, so now I'm really upset. I'm upset that he went all day without peeing. And I'm upset that he's had several accidents. And now he's fighting the potty. And Sean's upset because... They're, like, telling us we have to stand our kid to pee when, like, we don't really want that and they're not really asking us or, like, like yeah. let's work together to make a plan. It's just this is what we're doing. So, of course, he doesn't go to school again until Tuesday. So, I have all weekend to stew. And if you're a woman, you know, you don't need time to stew. That's the worst thing you could have because I'm, like, making up these conversations in my head and I'm making things worse for myself so then on Tuesday, I go to school all prepared that I'm going to talk to Miss Cheryl and just like nicely say, like, look, like, is there another option? So I also worked with him all weekend and like pushing his knees together so that his penis would be like down and like leaning him forward. So there would be like more directional thing. And he he did it pretty good. I packed a little towel in his backpack so they could put a towel over his lap while he's peeing just in case. Like, I don't want teachers to get peed on. Like, if we can prevent it, let's prevent it. <laughs> So I go in pretty happy with like this plan of attack that I have. And she like really cornered me in this conversation. So I went in and I said, look, I talked to my husband and like, I think we would just prefer for him not to stand to pee because like that day he was really distraught and like he had several accidents. Oh, well that was just a coincidence. I don't think it was considering he's never had an accident like that before. And, like, if you know me, I don't do well when people just, like, put me in my place. Like, yeah. I, I I mean, no one does well. But I especially, like, I usually just start crying, which is my, like, defense mechanism. And it's the worst one. I hate that I cry when I'm frustrated or, like, cornered on something. 
So I'm like, well, I don't know, like maybe, maybe it was a coincidence, but, um, either way, like he's pretty newly potty trained. Well, yeah, you potty trained him too early. Three's the magic number. You shouldn't have done it so early. Which is really a bitchy thing to say. Also, like, how about congratulations for potty training your not even two and a half. You're like, how am I getting criticism for that? This is the weirdest thing. It totally, everything she said caught me so off guard. So then she like, she goes, well, what is, does your, like, why doesn't your husband want him to pee or stand peeing up? Stand well, peeing my, up? Sorry. Doesn't, why doesn't he want him to pee standing up? There we go. I'm angry, John. Uh, and I stand say, peeing well, up might be the title. I, I said, you know what? I've kind of left those decisions to my husband because, you know, he's got a penis and I don't know. And I said, plus my, my husband cleans the bathroom. So like. Well, doesn't he stand to pee? And I thought, that's none of your business, right? Like, that's very personal to ask me about my husband and, like, his positioning with when he pees. And so I say I don't know because I don't – I honestly don't know if Sean pees standing up. So, so but – okay. So on top of the fact that, yes, that is an absurd question to be asking, right? But even me, as a guy who for sure stands to pee – Right. Like I can think of maybe three times ever I've sat needing to do that. And one time I was just tired. I woke up in the middle of the night. I was just tired. I did not have the energy to stand up. And I just like pulled myself into the bathroom and like sat there. And then what happens? The door opens and there's Amy not realizing I was in there because she was so tired. So she just assumes you pee sitting down. So there you go. Like, no, right. She she knows better. Well, okay. So I don't know. And I don't care. Like it's, it's something that like, and so I tell her, I don't know. And like the look on her face of like disgust on like, how can I not know that about my husband? She goes, well, what do you mean? You don't know. Like she goes, you've never gone to the bathroom in front of each other. I'm like, again, Wait, did she ask that? Personal. Yes. So I'm like, this is very, this is turning into a very personal attack on me when like, this should be about link and like what we all want best for him. Okay, so maybe maybe a listener out there can chime in on this or something. Sometimes in the TVs and the movies and whatever else, you'll see it where, like, the girl's in the bathroom, the door's open, she's talking, whatever else. Like, you'll see those situations or, like, the guy's in there brushing his teeth and the girl comes and sits down and goes to the bathroom. Yeah. And whatever. I'm watching Shameless. This happens a lot in that oh, show. Well, <laughs> yes, but a lot of things happen in Shameless that are, like, not... Yes, I know. We'll go, we'll, we'll go with not okay. Um... <laughs> But, like, that's not something Amy and I ever do. Like, I'm not saying she's never been around when I've gone to the bathroom, but that's probably, like, we're outside somewhere camping and I'm peeing on a tree nearby. Or I don't leave the door open. No. And but, so- like, I think it's an old school. Like, I, I ended up venting to my teacher friend about this because I'm like, hey, am I out of line here? Like, I feel like maybe I'm in, like the twilight zone that like no like you know meet the fuckers how everyone thinks that ben stiller is like this crazy person you're like oh ben you're so stupid but like you're watching as an audience going like he's not though everyone else around him is insane i hate that show and sean can't even watch it he hates it so much that's how i felt i'm like am i like is everyone not realizing like how attacked i'm getting right now so at this point i'm crying by the way yeah i'm crying now which is always lovely and i'm not like I'm always an ugly crier for the record. Like I'm not that cute, like movie, like tear down, like makeup still perfect. No, I go to, when I drop off my kids, you sh- can you see how much cake is on my knees right now? That's cake. Yeah. Cause I had a cake smash before I picked up my kids. So like I oh. went to school like this. Cause like, this is my life. 
I'm in sweats and I have cake all over me. I'm sure they just think I'm the disheveled parent, right? Okay. So I'm crying. She asks me if I'm like, I don't know. She's like, what do you mean you don't know? So she lives like on an acreage. She's about 55. I think it's just like her generation plus like her lifestyle makes it so like her and her husband, like she probably is in the shower while her husband's on the bathroom. Like we have enough bathrooms in my house where I don't need to see Sean go to the bathroom. And we talked about that early in our relationship where like my parents never saw each other go to the bathroom. I don't see why that's ever necessary. And if you're comfortable doing it, I don't judge you for it. It's just not for me. Sure. Sean and me have our own bathrooms. Not only do we not watch each other go to the bathroom, we don't even like partake in the same bathroom. Like he has a shower and a toilet and a sink and he does his thing in his bathroom and I do my thing in mine and his is in the basement and mine is on the top floor. Like they couldn't be further away from each other. And that's how I like it. It's, it's it's funny. I mean, because the way our bathroom is set up, like the toilet area has its own little small area with a door that shuts and whatever. Right. And that would be fine. Yeah, because then it can be used. And the sinks and everything, it's like, I'll be in the shower. Amy will be in the shower. And one of us walks in and it's not a big deal, right? Right. But if the toilet was also in that area, none of us, neither of us would be walking in during that time. No. And like, I also don't think at a certain age, my kids need to be walking in during showering or toilet time. Like, anyway, I felt very personally attacked by this. I felt very uncomfortable with the question she was asking and the way she was delivering them. Sure, sure. I'm crying. Another teacher, because there's like eight of them at the school, brings me a tissue. And she's the one I really like. And you could just tell like she brings me a tissue and like bolts it. Because she's like, fuck that. I am not taking part in this conversation. Like, I do not want to be a part of this. This is like a parent is crying. Clearly the director's upset and like I don't want to get in the middle and I do not blame her for running away. So she gives me a, cl- a, a Kleenex and then I get all like embarrassed because now I'm like, okay, now other people are clearly realizing how upset I'm getting and I'm not even really realizing myself how upset I am. So I wipe my tears and I apologize and like I didn't sleep at all the night before because I was stressed about this confrontation that I knew was going to happen. Like yeah. I didn't tell them that, but I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just like really tired. <laughs> so then i leave so then i tell so then she goes well if we can't fix this then maybe he's not a good fit for the school or no sorry if you're getting this upset about something like this and you don't agree with me then maybe he's not a good fit for this school well that's extreme where did that come from because my kid has an erection when he pees most of the time, which please viewers, because I asked my mom's group, and apparently this is normal. I, I don't, and it just it's super annoying more than anything. I don't remember a lot about Ryan potty training. It was when I was working weird hours and all that stuff. I have no doubt I played some role in this because I was, you know, I was out of the military by this point. And everything. Um, I don't remember it being that way all the like every time, like. I don't I know mean, if it's, it's like a cold air thing. <laughs> no, like for, no, no, I don't say cold air is in like Canada, but like I know when you change diapers, like you change like uh, little boys' diapers and stuff like that. Like sometimes, like there's this little trick I've heard that like before you pull the diaper out, you blow a little puff of cold air down there so that they get that last little like pee shot out of it. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, when the cold air hits it, they'll just go. Right. So you do that before the diapers out of the way. So I don't know if like doing that and the cold air is like making it, but. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I'm asking. I don't know. Going, but I, that that would be my first question is like, is there, is there maybe a way to, 
to keep it from being. I I don't have an answer for that. All I know is her telling me my kid is not normal because of that is a shitty thing to hear. Oh, yeah. And then especially, like, going to my mom's group and, like, I had 40 people respond saying, like, yeah, no, come over to our house. I have four boys and that's how all of them are. And I'm like, okay. Like, clearly, maybe it's not the norm, but it's normal enough that it happens to a lot of people out there. There's a lot of people in this group, but a lot of people were eager to tell me how my kid is not abnormal and that my teacher should go F herself is what a lot of people responded Okay. Uh, to tell a parent their kid's not normal was something that she's like, a lot of the responses were like, clearly she's not a doctor and, and she should like not be giving medical advice and blah, anyway. So I was upset. Yeah. Yeah. By all of this. And I left the school very upset. Um, so her basically threatening that link isn't a good fit for the school because of mine and Sean's belief. Um, she also said that if, we couldn't get it under control that link couldn't continue to go to this school because they don't have the manpower for that, which is BS. There's like 19,000 teachers to like one child in the school. Um, to which I also told them like, I don't expect special treatment. Like I'm not expecting special treatment. I'm expecting that over the coming weeks, we can figure this out as a team and like communicate with one another on what's working at home that we can implement here or what's working here that we can implement at home. And I just feel like it was not that way. It was, this is what we're doing and this is how you are going to need to accept that we're doing things. So I was upset. I left, I vented to a teacher friend who basically told me I need to pull him now. She's like that, like a teacher should never speak to a parent that way, which of course made me at least validated my feelings on how upset I was. Sure. Sure. <laughs> so then I started looking at preschools. So I'm like, okay, maybe I do need to look into other schools. If nothing else, like if they're going to kick him out of the school because I can't get his peeing under control, I need to have another yeah. option come September, which I mean, of all the things, right? Like how, Oh, you're switching schools. Why? Well, my son is erect when he pees and the school didn't know how to deal with that. So we had to switch schools. <laughs> I wish, I wish, I wish everyone out there could have seen like your bodily gestures as you were doing that. It was, oh, it was uh, great. Okay. Speaking of Lincoln, he's sitting up right now. He better go back to bed. So I start looking at schools. So my, my teacher friend, she tells me the one that her child went to. Sure, sure. Trust, I trust this person. She's a great parent. I don't know if she listens to this show. Kelsey, if you do, shout out. <laughs> uh... She is a wonderful mom. And I always say, like, if she could write a book, I'd buy 10 copies. Like, her kids are great. She is great. And, like, if I have the option for my kids to have her as a teacher, I will make sure that happens. So I trust her. And so she goes, go to this school. So I went to the school, and it was fine. I can see the appeal. Um, but it, it just, like, the school my child's going to apparently as i found out apparently that's the name of our show uh <laughs> is pretty uppity as it turns out and i didn't know that like this is when i put him in the school okay like, hold it's on pretty, it's pretty classy okay we talked about we talked about it a lot when you were getting him into the school to begin with right mm -hmm. like you were you were kind of keeping me up i say up to date through conversations we had i was kind of seeing how the process was going and whatever. And you're all excited when he got in. Cause he basically had to like test into the school, correct? So he was too young to get into preschool. And like, we basically said like, well, this is like where he's at intellectually. And they were like, yes, he would actually be a really good fit. 
And so then they met with us and they accepted us. So part of the reason we chose this school is because it was amazing. Like when we went in and saw Sean and me were kind of blown away by it. But also we didn't really have another choice because none of the other schools would accept him because of his age. And like I had already at that point accepted that like he probably won't get into preschool this year. And that's okay. Like it's not the end of the world. I wasn't like distraught about it, but I, I wanted him to be accepted. And so I was excited when he was. This school's a lot more money. It's about twice the price as any other preschool, with the exception of one that I looked into, um, which was ridiculous. You're saying the one that he's going to now is twice the price. Is twice the price. Okay. So that's part of it, too. It's part of, like, I'm having this run-in with this teacher. The school is twice the price as every other school. Plus, next year he has to go Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Right now he's going Tuesdays and Thursdays. Next year he'll go an extra day. And I'm not really ready for that. And you know me. Like, I every time he goes to school, I tell you, like, oh, I, wish I, oh, I hate that he's going to school. But, like, he loves it. So, like, that makes me happy that he loves it. But I hate that he's in school. I miss him, and I want him to be home. I, I love – and I had, to, I had to pull back to this. I love that you're like, it costs twice as much as every other school out there. It's got all these amazing things inside. It does this. It does that. But I didn't realize it was uppity. Like, how is a school, how is, the, it, it, whatever, like, I'm, I'm, po- I'm poking. Not the right word. It's just really, like, basically, it feel, now that I've seen other schools, it feels like a private boarding school compared to, yeah. like, I guess public I, schools on the ghetto side of things, which they're not. Like, the ones I've been looking at are probably fine, but now I've seen the best, up here, and I didn't realize it was the best, which almost makes it worse, because I didn't know my kid was going to this, like, prestige school, in comparative, in comparison to the other ones. I think you and I talked a bit too, off and on, when you're telling me about the school and how many teachers and all this stuff. And I'm like, this does not seem like the norm. Well, and you're and like, no, 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 no. They're, they're, they're all, the, all the schools up here are like this. And I think some well, of the things we were talking about, you're right. All the schools up yes. there are like that. But there is a ratio. Like there's a teacher to student ratio and it's based on age. So if they're under three, you have to have this many teachers. If they're under... If they're over three, you have to have this many teachers. And so they accept kids that are slightly under three, I think. Anyway, mm. anyways, I was very disappointed with the two schools I went to. One was just like, I walked in and went, oh, God. <laughs> like, I can't even believe I'm in my town. Because my town is, like, a pretty uppity town. <laughs> like, long story long, I've been looking at other preschools. I've been really disappointed. I've really just been distraught about this whole thing. Cause it's like, I have now dropped him off at school three times since this incident. And like, I literally physically feel sick every time I drop him off. And keeping in mind, Link gets there and is like, Oh my God, Miss Cheryl school. Yay. Out of the car, out of the car. Let's go inside. And he's so excited to be there. So like, it's not like, oh, if Link wasn't happy, decision would be made. Like, if he was showing any signs that, like, he wasn't happy there, it would be done. Yeah. But because he's so happy there, my fear is I change his schools and he's not happy at the next school. And, like, there is no getting back into the school I'm in. Like, this is it. Like, if I pull him out of the school, we will not get back in. And not because, like, they wouldn't accept us. I mean, they might not. I don't know. Um, but, like, the registration fills up super fast with this school like so I found a school it was my top choice for what I was originally looking last summer and I really really like it it's like a Montessori style school and I don't exactly know what that means so I like 
Link School right now because it it's fairly structured and academically like they really do teach the kids a lot like Link is and they really specialize in speech and communication which I think Link needs yeah um with Montessori schools you're learning like through play and there's I don't fully know the definite like it's funny like if I saw a school I'd be like oh that's a Montessori school but I don't really know like what the definition is of it but like it's you're learning to play through your own imagination. So, like, they give you blocks. Blocks are very Montessori. Like, you're... I hope I'm saying it right. It's going to be super embarrassing if I'm saying it wrong. I think I'm saying it right. So, I've always heard it Montessori school, but I don't Montessori? know that... Montessori? I don't. Maybe. I don't know if that's correct. You know what? You say tomato, I say tomato. You don't <laughs> you say, say tomato. Montessori, I say Montessori. Anyway, whatever it is, it's, it's, it's a really good style. So, they have, like, outside play every day, which I like... Um, there's a ton of things that are checked for me with the school and bonus half the price and double bonus. He can continue to go Tuesdays and Thursdays instead of Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So I meet with them on Friday. I, I, I feel like I haven't felt good about any of this. Like I can't, Oh, see, I'm Mr. Crying. I'm not gonna cry. It, it's, it's <laughs> not going to happen. As as you've been talking about this, I could tell with like the cadence of your voice <laughs> at different times because I can't see it as well. It, your eyes are a little bit glossy, but I can tell with the cadence of your voice that the tears are coming. They're not coming. I not see them. I see them. No, they're they're balling they're up in the there. eyeballs. You're wrong. I'm just hoping he likes it. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. So I don't start crying. <laughs> it, yeah. No, I hope he likes it too. I just Basically, want you to say more to get the to get the real tears flowing. I think I think um, with knowing Link, like no matter where he goes, he's going to be super excited to be there. Like he doesn't really. There's not many things where he gets upset about going. Like if I get, if we have a dentist appointment on Monday, he's going to be stoked about going to the dentist. Like that's, that's just so how messed he is. Up. He loves like new things, and he loves to like be able to impress people. I guess like and being able to sit there and like. Anyways, there's a lot I liked about the school. Um, there's a lot I like about the school he's in. There's a lot. There's really only one thing, two things I don't like about the school he's in, and that's the one teacher that keeps like making me feel like shit. Yeah. And but that my son adores. So like that's that's a tough one for me. And then the price, like, it's it's not that we're and we've talked about this. Like financially, you and I are both we're okay. We're doing okay. Like we're we're in no place to complain about money. Although I, w I could, but, you know, comparative to a lot of people, we're doing fine. But I am thinking about Ellie. Ellie will be in preschool. She's registered for 21, 2021, which, by the way, yes, I cried when I registered her. <laughs> um, two kids in preschool, you know, suddenly it's not double. The, like, now it's, it's double the price times two. Yeah. So, and I mean, who's to say in a year, maybe we can't afford for either of them to be in preschool. I have no idea what financially will come. Sure. But so although Link being in school and it being pricier than most schools, like we can manage it and we have been managing it. But if we don't have to be managing it, like if there's ways to save money for him to get the same education. Yeah. Anyway, so um, I don't know if there's anyone that could give advice on that because it's kind of a very like very I I liked very particular. 
I liked you had written me. I think it was this morning you were messaging me. And you're upset. Or I don't know how upset you are at the moment, but you were talking about how like one of your friends was like, oh, you know, follow your gut. And the other one's like, oh, if this is how it is, you know, your mental health is more important than his educational whatever. And I, I have to say like that I, I, I fully believe that like Link, you have shown a couple things. One, that you do a lot of stuff for him educationally at home. I say you being you and Sean, I assume. Uh, but also, Link is obviously no dummy. I've I, I've seen videos of him doing things that kids his age normally cannot do. Now, he is going to be fine, even if he doesn't go to a preschool at all. In my opinion, I am not a professional educator or a doctor or anything like that. I think he'll be fine regardless. And if this is causing you this much turmoil, like mental turmoil, where you are losing sleep over it and crying and whatever else, then to part ways with whatever that other thing is. Well, and I think, like, if Link didn't love it, like, I wish you could see him in the mornings getting ready for school and how, like, from the time he wakes up to the time I literally take him in the doors of school, it's just like, Miss Cheryl... We're, I'm going to do this today. I'm excited to do this today. And, like, I might do a craft today. And I'm like, oh, it's it's awesome to see how pumped he is. And, like, yes, if I took that out of his life completely, would he move on? I'm sure. He's two and a half. He probably would be fine. And I have no yeah. doubt about that. Um, but I definitely don't want to remove that from his life, knowing how much joy it gives him. I'm just really, really, really nervous that if I make the decision to switch schools, which in this exact moment, I'm about like 85% on. Sure. Two things. One, I don't love that awkwardness when like, like when you quit a job or when you tell, like for me, when I told my job I was going on mat leave and I told them like four months before I was going on mat leave, then there's this awkward like, eh, I'm still here for four months, but like you hate me because I'm leaving for a year. <laughs> and it's like with Link, I've been trying to like, postpone because they've given me the registration sheets for his current school already yeah. like like three weeks ago and it's like i'm just like ignoring them with hopes that like they don't bring it up because i haven't at this point i haven't made a decision but when i do make the decision if that decision is to pull him like it's this awkward like well we're not coming back next year and i'm sure they're gonna ask why and like i don't want any trouble for Lincoln for like the coming months. And I don't, I think they would be professional enough to not. I would really hope so. I would hope so too, but I also would never think that I would be cornered in a classroom of two and three year olds asked if my husband pees to stand like, or stands to pee. Why do I keep saying that backwards? I don't know. It's definitely gonna be the show title. Yeah. Can you pee to stand? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if you pee hard enough, eventually. <laughs> huh. Oh, I keep forgetting my heater's moved. I'm like, why are my feet so cold? Anyway, so that's my ongoing, like, ulcer-causing dilemma right now. And I know some of you listening are like, wow, this chick needs a life. Like, if this is the worst thing in her life right now... No, there is definitely worse things in my life right now. This is just what's consuming my brain at the moment. Uh, well, we, we all hope for the best. I am looking forward to hearing how it goes. Yes, um, I will tell you on Friday how much I love this school and how somehow that will make a bigger dilemma for me in the end. Chelsea, <clears throat> I uh, I put out a tweet uh, yesterday, day before, something like that, saying, hey, we're coming back. We're going to do this again. Uh, let me know if you have any questions. And so part of the reason was because I didn't know if we knew what we were going to talk about. But also, I was really hoping that Antonio would throw out a question because I actually had him on as a guest on another show recently and he was all like I need to get listening to this parenting thing because I'm about to have a kid soon mm. well right. congrats Antonio 
Yeah, and uh, and by the way, one of the most hilarious people I've ever just sat there and talked to. What we're here to talk about is his question. It says, how do you deal with the actual childbirth slash labor as the mom or coach? I'm assuming when he says coach, he's meaning like father or he means guess, you. if you're a single lady, maybe whoever you have in there helping you. Uh, please be uncompromisingly real and as explicit and detailed as possible. I'm scared. Okay. Do you know when he's due? Or when his okay. wife is due? Sean always gets mad when I... Uh, so, oh man, he told me when mm. we were talking a few days ago and I wanted to say it was like very, very soon, but I think it's actually a couple weeks down the road, two or three weeks down the okay. road. Okay. So like maybe February? I think so, but I, uh, I could be off. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I love the fact that he put in there like, I'm scared. Dude, you should be. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I am going to, I am, I am not going to pull any punches about this. Like, and Chelsea, you and I have actually talked about this a little bit on the show, and you have made yes. fun of me, and you have yes. belittled You're me, just the worst, and all that stuff. But guess what? After we talked about it on the show, I got a response from someone who was basically like, "I am on board with Johnny on this one." I'm not saying that people won't agree with you, but those people are also wrong, and you should suck it up. We just carried your kid for nine months. You should be there in all forms, no matter okay. how okay. you need to be. Hold on, hold on a second. So, let's let, we're going to do a quick recap here. Because I, I think he needs to hear this. All right. First of all, you had C-sections for both your children. Yes. One scheduled, one not scheduled. My wife had C-sections for both of ours. Also one scheduled, one one emergency, right? Yeah. The first well, mine one. was technically an emergency. Although oh, that's, I that's right. That's that right. So, so uh, the normal experience from a from a father's side of, of seeing his wife give birth was not what I experienced. And I got to experience every part of birth with me. Cause, Cause well, we did all of it. Like link almost came out, but then didn't. So like we got to that point, like head Sean could see his hair. He was almost out. <sighs> that's, that's so rough. Like, like, like what you went through. For me I'm or saying, for Sean? Uh, I mean, I'm sure it wasn't great for Sean either. I was more referring to for you. Right. Yeah, that's that sucked that he was so close to being out. Like, he was literally, literally out, but not able to come all the way. Yeah. So, so but here's what I want to say before Chelsea bashes me and says her piece. I'm going to let her say whatever she wants, and hopefully... <laughs> Hopefully I'll just I mean, be able if to... you edit the show, you could just cut it all out if you really wanted to. <laughs> That's true. Um, I, my plan was never to want to be at the receiving end of the baby coming out. I just don't think I need to see that. I don't think that is how I need to see that part of my wife's body because I happen to enjoy certain things and I, and I was worried that it would take away from that for me. Now, I believe there's no reason the father has to be down there. I don't think it does the mother any good. And Chelsea, you could like disagree with me to a 60 year old man right now, but okay. I've people have said that about me before. I mean, honestly, as long as you are there and you're giving support and maybe holding her hand uh, and letting her squeeze it to your fingers fall off or something, I don't know. Cause we never even got to that point. Um, but like I don't I don't see any reason why if you don't want to that you should feel obligated to be down there. Now, if you want to, I've seen the videos. I had to watch them in health class. Like if it's something you want to be down there for, 
expect it to not be the prettiest thing, but maybe amazing. I don't. So Sean felt very different than you. Sean was very much like this is a hopefully in when Link's case, a couple in a lifetime sort of instance, because once in a lifetime, we were obviously hoping for more than one kid. But I mean, you never know. Sure, sure. So like, and and it was a once in a lifetime thing because I didn't go that direction the second time. So he only got to see it once. Um, he wanted to see Link as soon as he came out. And like, he wanted to be the first to touch Link and hold Link. Like he was planning to all things going smoothly to be the one to catch the baby and cut the cord and do all of that. And I think that there's something very special about that. Probably not for everyone. From what I've spoken to, from the people I've spoken to, you are not the norm. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, but I also, like, Sean and I talked about it because I think after we did the episode and you were, like, so disgusted with, oh, my God, I could never look at my wife the same way again. And Sean's like, yeah, no, like, very different experiences where, like, it's kind of like when you see, like, someone, like, hurling in the bathroom and they look like they're worse. Like, that's not the norm you're just like there to make them feel better and then they'll be better and be normal and then you'll be attracted to them again like you don't need to be attracted to that in that moment in fact that would be really super weird hey so anyway it's a fetish for everybody there probably is i have zero doubts about that um so no for the record antonio if you're thinking about like maybe wanting to be on the receiving side of things don't let john scare you sean was not terrified and was super pumped like he he was so excited when i was pushing and like he would look down and, and he would like he would help me get excited because of course everyone is helping you get excited but like the person you want most to make you excited is your husband or boyfriend or wife, girlfriend, what, whatever your situation is. So when Sean would say like he would look up and like just glee of like, oh my God, I could see his hair. He's got dark hair, Chelsea. He's got dark hair. Like that made me like really way more motivated to get that kid out. Cause I'm like, okay, he's there. I like Sean can see him. And like the doctor was saying too, like, oh, like we could see him. He's right there. He just a few more pushes, whatever. Yeah, no, stupid kid got stuck. So like that was not great for me. <laughs> because then, by the way, when they had the C-section, they had to pull him back up. So fun <laughs> time for all. Um, so I mean, I think that if you're thinking about it, I don't think I think Sean was in the mindset that he knew that wouldn't like ruin things like our sex life or I don't know. I don't know what you, where your brain goes, but whatever you're thinking, Sean did not feel that way. Sean felt very much like this is the birthing experience and I can disconnect that from the other parts of our life. So if you're thinking about it, go for it. I think for me, it helped me. I enjoyed having Sean get excited and it pushed me to literally push harder. Um, I think it's, I, I mean, I'm a newborn photographer, right? So my, what I've realized with my birthing story is I am not the norm, <laughs> yeah. like at all. Like I had no pain. I talk about it all the time. I had no pain. I didn't even think I was in labor. I was really like in denial about it. Turns out I was like six centimeters dilated when we got to the hospital, five or six. 
and I'm like well on my way and I'm like I don't know guys I like my water had broken the doctors had checked me and like you were like your baby is coming and I'm like these don't feel like what you said what contractions would feel like you guys are wrong um I guess like the best thing you can do as a coach is just like what did I need for Sean, I really just wanted him to enjoy the experience and to be there for me. We had a doula, so the doula did all the hard parts. She, like, massaged my back for me when I was in a contraction. I enjoyed being in the shower. I was in the shower pretty much the whole time when I was birth when I was in labor with Link. Um, and standing was really good for me, because if you think about it, gravity is in your favor when you're standing. Laying down was not good for me, and it's actually a really bad position to be in for labor they they tell you that that's like not natural i guess like if you think about like animals in the wild like no one's no one's laying on their back you don't see a giraffe just like oh let me get into the position and my legs in the stirrups can you imagine what a funny sight (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i can't imagine uh, and but but then the 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 bad part is I'm also imagining the flip side of that is like if people got in the same position that animals do like so basically if you and I say you being any woman out there giving birth was like yes. up on her hands and feet which for humans is weirder because our arms aren't the same length as our legs right well hands and knees though that was a good position for me okay so I was obviously picturing hands and feet because it's funnier and then just like the baby just falls out because like I've seen a horse right give oh, yeah. birth like, I've well, seen have you seen a giraffe yes and that, that, that baby falls, falls a long like, way he's <laughs> like how does it not break its neck its neck is huge <laughs> well I mean so I never mind that's okay, how, how really, that happens we're really getting off tap yes <laughs> oh my god um I just think that um bring so bring food bring yourself snacks you're Depending on her situation, depending on your hospital, depending on your guys' situation, she may or may not be hungry. I did not want food. I was super nauseated. That was the only, like, symptom I had during labor. I didn't have pain, but I had uh, nausea. Nausea. Um, But Sean was starving. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't feel bad for Sean. I was going through a lot of shit. He was fine. But he went, so I went into labor at three in the morning. So like we would have had dinner, call it, call it a snack at 10 o'clock. Sure. And then I didn't have Link until I don't even, I can't remember what time he came. I think like three or four o'clock. And then family's there and you're doing all your thing. Yeah. I don't think Sean had food until like five or six. Also, like, wasn't able to go to the bathroom because if he left me, I would have murdered him. So prepare for, your like, having snacks for yourself that you can eat maybe very discreetly in case your wife is hungry but can't eat. <laughs> wear, wear a diaper in case you can't get away to go to the bathroom. Uh, yeah, maybe just have them catheter you when you get to the hospital. <laughs> that would be better for everyone. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> so so, yeah. so one one thing that for, for us, right, so, we, so Amy went in because they're like, look, like you're way past due. Come in this day. Pretend like you're feeling some labor pains. I'll tell them to admit you, and then we'll start getting this drip going. That'll make it happen, right? right? So then she laid there like hours and hours and hours with these like little tiny baby contractions that were being forced upon with this medicine without anything really happening. And so one thing, so I'd say to you the the advice I can give as far as something I noticed during this time is is one try to be mindful of whatever she's going through 
right? Because there are times I'm like, well, nothing's happening. She's just laying there, nothing's happening. So my dad would have me there. Like we, we started playing this game on my computer because I mean, what else are we going to do? But then apparently like she was super bitter about this. Oh yeah, I'd be pissed. <laughs> well, I mean, I was there to do whatever she wanted, whatever she needed, but like nothing was being asked or whatever. So Doesn't in other words, matter. I could, so my options at this point were to just sit there and do yeah. nothing or to do something. So I started doing something. So maybe I should have been more, more, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not conscious mindful. of, my, more mindful <laughs> of, of, of would this bother her? But on the flip side of that, to the wives out there, maybe no. if something like that is bothering you, you are you, giving birth. You are nervous. You so I was super. There's absolutely no way I would have given Sean any direction. There, this again is where I was super grateful for my doula because she gave Sean direction. If Sean went and sat in the corner and played a game, which for the record, sorry, he would never do. <laughs> okay, but here's the difference: right? is you were actively in labor, though. Like you were actively not, things. Not really, things were happening. Labor. Things it doesn't were, matter. I would have been pissed at you. Literally, and my we were doula would have been the first <laughs> to say, like, Sean, maybe you should come over here and be with Chelsea. Sean probably, given, to be fair, I play video games too. So, like, I would have been pissed that I, more so that I wasn't included in, like, because I'm probably bored out of my tree too, waiting. Um, yeah, no, don't, there's no message to the wives here because you're no, going through a lot that day. The message is to the husbands. And just know that if you're not doing something that includes your wife, you probably should be. And even if you say, hey, can I do something? And she's like, I don't, I don't know. No, no, you probably can be doing something because okay. so we're I'm, not I'm... going to be in a situation where we can ask or want to ask because we're probably nervous and we're maybe nauseated and we're having this stupid, I didn't have my baby induced, but I've heard the worst things about inductions. No, do not play a game. But if your wife plays the switch, definitely bring your switch because Sean, and even if she doesn't play the switch, but you have like maybe uh, like Tetris or something like really non gamer. Yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? Casual gaming. Ca yeah. Casual gaming. Um, because everyone says you won't have time in the hospital and yes, you should take advantage of like the nurses helping you and like rest when you can rest. But like, I am not the kind of person that can sit in bed all day. And I was so bored when we were in the hospital, given we were in the hospital for four days cause I hemorrhaged, which don't let that scare you. I was totally fine. It was fine. Like, I feel like I was the worst case scenario and everything was fine. Like you'll be fine. <laughs> don't get scared, but bring your switch for your wife to play. Or in the middle of the night when she's feeding. I really liked when Sean was just awake with me. There was nothing he could do. Um, and even when we got home the first weeks, it was very different with Ellie. But with Link, he had time off work. And we didn't have a kid to wake up to the next day. So it was really helpful for me when he would just wake up. And like we would put Poyo Poyo Tetris on. And we would set up the switch on a book. And Sean would have one little controller. And while I was breastfeeding, I was able to hold the other controller. And we would just play that. Or he would just talk with me. And, like, you're up in the middle of the night feeding a baby. Like, that is how depression starts. Or or offer to take a feed. If the baby takes a bottle, let her sleep. And you can feed the baby. I. But th so that right there, you might. You know what? We have to argue about this whole should I have been allowed to do anything on my own thing maybe <laughs> off the air. We don't want to we don't want to end a friendship or, while recording. But I but I will say this, like the feedings, the late night feedings, yes. all that stuff, I did 
at least 50% of that during that time because And I would say that's not the norm and I think that's really good. And no, I'm not I'm not upset with you. I think you're stupid to think that you No. how you could oh. see that that was <laughs> dumb on, is on. really dumb of you to go in the corner while your wife's sitting in a hospital bed. Okay. Like, I guess I'll just play it over here with my dad. I was sitting there in a chair very close to where she was, maybe even right next to her bed, but I'm just sitting there because there's nothing I can do. We are literally just waiting for enough of this medicine to kick in, to make something real start happening. I, I mean, sure. And I was willing to give her or provide her with whatever she could. But think about this. This was the switch wasn't around. She didn't play 3DS if that was even a thing at the time. Just talking like again, when, Oh, we talked plenty that day. Come on now, Chelsea, come on. (laughs) For when Sean and me, for the difference being Sean was doing this while I was breastfeeding in the middle of the night, even just Sean being awake and sitting with me next to me and like, being present with me while I breastfed and like and he had to help Link was such a bad latch that Link Sean like literally had to help me latch him and so just it was just really nice to have that support just make sure your wife may not necessarily ask you for certain things but just try and be helpful although I do know that sometimes for me people being overly helpful annoys me but I don't think I'm the norm there I think more women would actually prefer to be over helped than under I just get super annoyed by it but again I had a doula and my doula was very she was my voice and I really appreciated that I didn't need to ask for anything um, but if you have the option to do like for her to sit in a tub or sit in a shower, I really, really, really recommend it. The water helped my, what little pain I did have. Um, it helped it a lot. Like when I had a contraction, um, my doula would push on my back and like, cause that's where I had my labor pains was in my back. So she would push on the areas that were in pain. And then Sean would use the little shower nozzle on like super hot water and like hose down my tummy, which was contracting, it was just, I don't know. It was just nice to be in water. That's my rec. I always recommend water. <laughs> Water's the best. And walk around. Do not sit in the bed. It'll just make things go slower. If you have the option, walk around. I did laps around my floor until I basically had to push. That's, it's, it's actually one of, my, one of my favorite things is we're trying to figure out, like, what can we do to get this labor thing going when Amy started becoming, like, really late into it. Mm-hmm. We did walks. I think she – I don't know. We tried everything. Like, there's, like, teas, supposedly, you can make that can help. No, nothing and, really works. Oh, but we tried everything. And, yeah, none of it worked. Of course you did. You're like, what is the wives' tale that will work? Like, I will eat every pineapple in the store <laughs> along with the spicy food, and let's have sex ten times to get this baby out. Yeah, and that's sure why. None of it works. It was to get the baby out. That's why I wanted to keep doing that. <laughs> um, anyway. I'm sure at nine months pregnant, your wife was into it, too. <laughs> I mean, there's a joke to be made. It'll Probably. be cut somewhere. Uh Guys, okay, we should probably get here because it's already going to be interesting enough for me to try to edit this down to the time period I want it to be. Uh, Antonio and anyone else out there, I hope this helps some. I hope this um, gives you some insight. I hope you know that uh, Chelsea's not always right. Sometimes when I disagree with her, I'm right. Um, As always, you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I am always right. All the women in my life tell me this. This is not okay. Uh, Guys, um... Let us know. Let us know what other questions you have. Um, if there's more things specific to this, Antonio, hit me back up again. You have multiple ways that you know how to message me. But also, I leave my DMs open. So you can slide up in them DMs, as them kids say. 
But I am Johnny underscore Casino on Twitter, J-O-N-N-Y underscore Casino on Twitter. I'll leave my DMs open, so slide on up in them DMs and send me your questions that you have. So she's Chelsea Capri 23, C-H-E-L-S-E-Y. I think I spelled it that way. Chelsea Capri 23, you can uh, hit her up. We still have no idea the status of her DMs. Don't even know how to check it. (laughs) Maybe you can slide in her DMs, maybe not. Uh, Guys, thanks for listening. Um, I'm still not allowed to have a lock on my door. I'm 21 years old and my parents never allowed me to have a lock on my bedroom door. Oh, I might just have to. That's a good one.